0: And in artificial intelligence news today, Google apologizes for missing the mark after Gemini generated racially diverse Nazis and Founding Fathers. Let's go! Chad. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Gary. How about yourself?
0: Fantastic. So what are we going to talk about today? What's in the news?
1: Well, uh, I guess the the biggest thing to to talk about over the last uh, week or so is what's come up in the Gemini uh, artificial intelligence system that Google uh, is uh, putting out, in particular in their package that generates drawings. They had been working very hard to work diversity into those, and something they did backfired on them. And the photos that were coming out basically refused to show white people in the photographs. They would show a very diverse population, including the founding fathers of the country, Uh, I saw a picture that was generated for the founding uh, seven people for a company that was formed. Uh, The photograph shows they're all white and in the diverse version that came out from Google they're totally completely mix of races. And so uh, Google uh, basically has taken their photo generation capability offline right now and they are in the process of trying to get this mess straightened out. What I think is very interesting about this is that they started out by saying this was a problem with the prompt and the way that you do these image generations or picture generations is you write a text statement that describes the picture you want to see That's it's called a prompt. You submit that to them they actually have additional text that they put around the text you give them that adds some context to the system to help it form the picture. And the original thought was that there was something in that text that they put in on top of your text about diversity. And the idea of showing diversity is not all a bad idea, it's just that you don't wanna go change history. Uh, you wanna show history the way history was. Sure. And if you're talking about what the, what should a uh, corporate population look like, uh, if you created a new one today, diversity might make a lot of sense in showing it there. But the founding fathers of the country, you don't want to change them. So anyway, the the thing is apparently turned out to be bigger than that because there was a, a posting by Elon Musk over the weekend that said he was notified by the head of Google that they're in the process of working on this problem. And they thought it, uh, they'd thought they sent him one earlier that they thought it would just be a few days to fix. And now they're saying possibly a couple of months, wow. which sounds like they're having to retrain their artificial intelligence system that does the drawings, that it, it may be a bigger problem than just a prompt.
0: Is that uh, something that just happened recently? I mean, was it from the beginning of the um,
1: Well, it, that graphics, uh, that uh, drawing package is relatively new, and some of the capabilities have, have just come online over the last week or so. Uh, so that's when it really started to show up. Uh, uh, prior to that it was kind of more experimental than than a production product Um, but the interesting thing is some of the messages and some of the the postings that have shown up online and one of them uh, was kinda saying that maybe this was a very good thing to happen you know this doesn't appear to be anything that was done deliberately by Google Yeah, it's nothing that was a a deliberate effort it appears that They attempted to do something they thought was a good thing to do, and it backfired on them. And he's saying that this may be the right thing to happen right now. And the reason is we've got a number of companies who are building unbelievably powerful artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. systems. There's a lot of concern starting to be voiced about artificial intelligence and where it's going. And right now, we have not yet reached what is known as artificial general intelligence. Artificial general intelligence is intelligence that is smarter than the average human being in all areas. What we have today is very uh, domain-specific artificial intelligence. And then if you want to really get worried about it, there's artificial super intelligence, oh. <laughs> which is the... the you know, the artificial intelligence is so far before above humans, we won't even know what it's thinking. It's a Terminator. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, the point that they were making was, though, that this is showing the risk side of artificial intelligence. This is saying that you can do something with the best of intentions and have very bad results come out of this because you're not truly understanding the impact of how this works we don't know actually how the computers the neural network that's at the heart of these systems learns we know what we put into the neural network Mm -hmm. we understand the tweaks that are made to the neural network but what actually happens is the neural network discovers how to tweak its own values to learn something we don't understand how it works and so a lot of the questions here are, what does this mean going forward as far as artificial intelligence goes?
0: You know, the, the thing is, like you said, it wasn't uh, malicious or anything. It so, doesn't appear to be. <clears throat> yeah. What's, what's concerning is that it can't, you know, with the wrong people in charge or the wrong people that could hack into things, no telling what they could do if, it, if it were, the intent was malicious. Oh, my well, it,
1: it isn't so much a question of hacking in, uh, but suppose that you've got your five-year-old child and you send your five-year-old child to school and the teacher that just happens to be in the class that is leading your five-year-old child is telling them hogwash. Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to find in your five-year-old child? We're looking at the same kind of a problem. If the people who are teaching the systems and that's what they basically do is teach the systems mm-hmm. in a lot of cases they pick a whole lot of examples millions of examples but they look at the examples to pick the ones they feel are representative and what they want to teach it so if they're giving it bad examples then the system itself is going to be bad and uh, you know just like if you train a person to be bad they're going to be bad sure. so they, the question is who's making the decision
0: I guess I'm referring to, I saw a a little clip one time where, um, you know, now artificial intelligence can replicate your voice. Yes. And this person got this voice recognition to call their parents or grandparents and saying they were being, you know, being held for ransom. It was the voice of their daughter, granddaughter. And I guess that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, uh, there is that. In fact, with your Apple iPhone, you can uh, now get the Apple iPhone to uh, generate and talk in your own voice. Oh, I
0: did? That's something I didn't know. Yes,
1: yeah, you can. Uh, it takes a lot of work right now. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of a uh, play game uh, feature that's in the latest iPhones, but you can actually go in on the latest iPhones and you repeat uh, 100 phrases or 150 phrases or something. And then it takes 24 hours and the iPhone calculates and basically. The 150 phrases you say are teaching the neural network mm-hmm. uh, how, to, how, to, how you talk and how your voice sounds. Mm-hmm. And then it takes 24 hours to generate all the background mechanics that it needs to have and tweak all the little numbers in the neural network to make it work correctly. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually have your iPhone speak phrases out in your voice. That's crazy. Now, would it
0: replace the, I'm not going to say the word, but the SRI wouldn't replace
1: that. No, 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 no. This is very limited. Okay. But when we look at the the rumor mill talking about what's gonna come out from Apple this summer, it's starting to look like artificial intelligence is going to be a major part of what we hear um, in uh, the early June timeframe at the Worldwide Developer Conference about iOS 18 and the the rumor is that iOS 18 is going to be one of the biggest updates since they put iOS on the phones. Uh, And one of the things you see is that uh, Apple has apparently gone out and bought a significant number of AI startups, Uh, some numbers are saying 22, some are saying 30, um, which is just many times what anybody else, any other company has bought. And there's a lot of artificial intelligence already in Apple's products. You look at uh, processing of pictures, Mm-hmm. determining yeah. duplicate photographs. Duplicate photographs in photos are determined not by file name right. but by looking at the contents of the picture and sure. saying these two contents are very close together, do you want both of them? Uh, so even if you took the, the pictures on different cameras from different angles but they're showing exactly the same thing, it's able to come up and say those are duplicates.
0: Right.
1: Uh, you can also say uh, show me pictures of birds and it will yeah. find all the Let's pictures search. of birds. I can hold my finger on the subject of a photograph, and it uh, loses the background. It just mm-hmm. saves that. No, that's all artificial intelligence. Sure. Um, you know, the, the new Samsung phones and new Androids, they've, yes. got lot, they've got a lot of AI. Oh, yeah, built they, they, they built it. it in big time.
0: Yeah, especially with your photography.
1: Well, the other thing to think about is what's uh, known as edge AI. Mm-hmm. And right now, when you use ChatGPT, or you use Gemini at Google, or you use uh, Copilot at Microsoft, everything you do goes to a server. That server does the actual processing. Why? Because neural networks are extremely large and the mathematics uh, that are used are unbelievably complicated. These, These are very heavy weight computations that are done. But that has limits on the number of people who can use them. And they're talking about billions and billions of dollars worth of computing equipment to continue to support this in a centralized server. So Edge AI says, can we get these same neural network processes to run on my iPhone itself without needing to send a message? Oh, okay. Okay? That's one of the things that's being looked at. Tesla, with its full self-drive, had to take that into consideration because they can't tolerate sending driving information back to a server to have the server uh, decide what your next maneuver in the car is going to be. So they designed custom chips that are sitting under the dash of your car that process the neural networks. Well, if you've been watching Apple, Apple has the A-series chips that they're putting in their iPhones and their iPads and the M-series they're putting in their MacBooks and their desktops. And if you pay attention when they talk about those, they have these little sections in there called neural network. Oh, okay. They have little sections that are specifically designed to process neural networks. Now, whether or not they are capable of handling the size of what they're talking about or not is a different issue. But the idea is, can we get, for example, a artificial intelligence chattable Siri, the equivalent of ChatGPT? GPT, a large language model, can we get that on your iPhone without needing it to talk to a remote service? And that's one of the things that's being looked at. In fact, there was a paper that came out from one of these research companies that uh, Apple bought talking about how they could use the storage in your iPhone and swap in and out of the um, special registers in the chip to main storage and back in a timely enough fashion that they could process large neural networks. Well, Apple's true. <clears throat> they've really been behind in their artificial intelligence development,
0: uh, looking, the, the, looking The visible like a, side of it. visible, right. Yes. Visible. Uh, we don't know what's going on. We, we don't
1: really know, and, and that's not, one of the interesting things that a lot, a lot of people are saying. You know, we, we say that they're way behind, but uh, Apple has uh, very, been very quietly working mm-hmm. on this. The fact they bought so many startups, that they've hired a lot of people that are very smart in this area. They've uh, been putting into their chips the neural network processing capability in their chips and their devices for several years now. They're probably farther ahead than we give them credit for. Right. I mean, visually.
0: What, what they've released so far is behind. Is with, behind. Right.
1: Yes. They don't have a large language model like ChatGPT right. or uh, Gemini Pro or, or anything like that that you can uh, basically chat with and get all kinds of wonderful information um, yet. Right. But it the, might be the, hit, the yeah. hint is that iOS 18 in this summer is when that stuff is going to fall like a bomb. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's really going to take off. So we'll see whether that happens or not. So uh,
0: that's about it for uh, artificial intelligence. Do uh, you have any uh, little teasers about what the uh,
1: next meeting's going to be? In We're going to talk about uh, having fun with photos. Having fun with photos, great. Yeah, in, the, in the past, we've uh, taken photos and used uh, iMovie mm-hmm. to put together a movie. Uh, But I keep running into people that are trying to to put together books. Okay. And so, uh, you know, how do you put together a book if you want to put together a book? Well, you can pay a lot of money to outfits. Uh, Shutterfly, I guess, is one of these Mm -hmm. that is very popular. Uh, And you actually get a physical book. Right. But they're very expensive. They take a lot of work to put together. Well, it turns out that you have a very nice product on your iPhones and your iPads and your backbooks that's free called Keynote. Mm -hmm. and it's really made for presentations, but guess what? You can use it to put all this fancy stuff about photos together. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about some things in the Photos app and how they work, and then we're going to talk about how can you use Keynote to build your photo book.
0: That will be interesting.
1: And you can export it as a PDF and to send it to people, and they have it online. So that's the idea on this one. We're going to take a look at that and talk about that. You're going to show us all those uh, fancy animations you do? Well, I can show some of those things. Uh, The one other thing that's in the presentation that uh, might be of interest to people is uh, we're going to talk about what happens if I lost my iPhone.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. What do
1: I do now? Looking forward to it. Well,
0: folks, we hope to see you there next month. Again, it's the second Wednesday. Uh, I don't actually know the date right now. Right off the top of my head. I think it's the
1: 13th on the 13th. Wednesday the 13th.
0: Wednesday the 13th. About two weeks. March? Yeah. You ought to know since you're putting your slides together. How many slides are you up to right now?
1: I, I'm only up to
0: about 22. Oh, you only been working on it for about yeah, a Yeah, I haven't then. been
1: working on it uh, really hard yet. Uh, I'm getting there. Oh, that's great. Well, we hope to
0: see you all there, and uh, thanks for listening today. So I think with that, we'll close out today, and have a great day, Jet. You too, Gary.